Hello everybody, welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them because being excited is heroic. Just in case you didn't know what Death Valley Girls is, we are a band and we are on our first tour in two years. That's why my voice is a little bit scratchy, because that's what happens on tour. It's wild and it's so many things, but mainly it's so good to be back exchanging energy with humans. Please go check out our music if you want to see if you like us. And if you do, please go check out our Patreon page where you can not only learn more about us and get tons of behind the scenes access to all our experiences, but you can also help us by becoming a Dream Club member. And now, for this week's hero, may I present to you Lloyd Kaufman of Troma. Lloyd has been making films for over 50 years and all of his films are successes because he loves what he does and pursuing, creating, and distributing what you love is as successful as you can get. He also released our first music video for Disco, directed by our friend and super genius, Kansas Bowling. Please go check out everything Troma, and if you haven't already, check out Kansas's films too. Now, please welcome to your head and heart, Lloyd Kaufman. That's actually, that's an affinity. It's an affinity to uh, Woody Guthrie. And, wow. And to you, I destroyed his song and I made you listen to it. I but, appreciate uh, both. <laughs> wow. You're the best. You're the best. And you have a lot, you've got a great voice. Now, I'm sure you know that. You've got terrific pipes as we <laughs> Thanks so much for saying that. Oh, definitely. Uh, hold on, what's going on? Why? Uh, let's see. Can, continue. I guess I'll push continue. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I think she uh, just wants to uh, make sure you approve of recording. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Do you play a lot of instruments? Uh, well, the, I, I played the clarinet in third grade and, and uh, enough so that I was just about to get kind of good and then I quit. <laughs> uh, you know, do the SATs and all the all the shit that ruins your life. Yeah. And <laughs> and, and then when the pandemic pandemic hit, yeah, uh, I found my third grade clarinet and I, I kind of started hacking away on it. And then for uh, Christmas, uh, the commissioner my, uh, Patty Pie, who you met in London, yeah, a, a really good uh, clarinet, a wooden one. Wow. Even with my very lousy embouchure, the uh, tone is really very good. Sounded good to me. I'm very impressed. That was very <laughs> impressive. And a first time, first time clarinet intro for this podcast. Well, I, I play myself out too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Um, well, would you uh, mind introducing yourself to the audience of humans? Uh, yes, I, I mean, I know I'd be delighted. Uh, anything <laughs> to Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie and uh, uh, Ricky. Ricky? Is Ricky the... Uh, yeah. Yep. And, and uh, uh, oh, damn. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Larry's the guitar player. He's, he's right. Oh, no, he's guitar. He's guitar. And then he's you guitar. met 
Holly, uh, Holly, no, uh, uh, good uh, base is uh, Holly, uh, Bonnie. No, that's you. Uh, I give up. Who's, who's that's okay. That? It used to be Pickle, but now it's Sammy. So oh, oh, that's, uh, I, I'm, that's new to me. It's new to you. It's new to the world. We Old played school. pretty yeah. much our first show all together yesterday. Hey, where was yeah. you? Where was your show? We played in Seattle. Um, nice. Yeah, it was super fun um, uh, and not so scary. So that's great. There's <laughs> grunge. grunge there. <laughs> yeah, there sure is. Um, uh, but uh, uh, introduce yourself, please. My name is Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, uh, greetings from Tromaville. I am the president of Troma Entertainment and the creator of the Toxic Avenger. And I would say probably one of the, uh, certainly one of the original uh, fans of uh, DVG. We call them DVG. That's how well we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the way to London to, to, to see them. Yeah. <laughs> Trauma Entertainment uh, is, is a recipient of the great uh, De Death Valley Girls. We, uh, you were kind enough to give us some music for uh, my recent uh, version of The Tempest by Shakespeare. And uh, thank Amazing. you very much. Hashtag Shakespeare's shitstorm. <laughs> yeah. Have well, you, you seen, what's that? Have you seen hashtag Shakespeare's shitstorm? I've not yet seen it. If you um, email me, I'll send you a super duper secret link. You know, just remind me. I um, would appreciate that. Um, and you were the first to premiere one of our videos ever. Our first video by Kansas Bowling. Um, yeah, well, she's, she's how we met, right? Exactly. Yeah, which was so exciting. Uh, she's, she... We saw some like billboards of hers around town and we were just like, this person looks so cool. Like BC Butcher just seemed like it fit right in with our sort of whole thing. And then we found out it was Troma and we've been lifetime fans of Troma. Um, and then we went to the premiere and we got to meet you. Uh, at at, um, at uh, BC Butcher. BC oh, Butcher. No. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. And that was like, uh, so exciting. I think my first movie premiere, to be honest. Um, well, mine too, because we hate that stuff. So, but <laughs> I just wanted the red carpet and she yeah. wanted the, uh, the, what do they call it? The going for back and forth or whatever it's called. Right. Questions and answer or. Uh, no, it's something like back and forth. It's a, a, you know, the thing in the background with the logos. And um, uh, I think her father helped us out with the uh, making the trauma. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have a bunch of those of all of us. That's- we Take photographs. Yeah, yeah high class stuff. That's super yeah. cool. Canvas. Yeah. And so it was super exciting. And then one day we were on tour, maybe a year or so later, we were in New York and we had this evil plan to go and storm the trauma capital, uh, which worked. <laughs> Um, we met Dylan, Dylan let us inside and then you were kind enough to not kick us out and let no, us walk I, all throughout. I remember that very well. And we took great photographs and uh, yeah. Oh, uncle Lloyd, he had a great time. <laughs> well, you can't get any better praise than people coming out to the 
fetid uh, neighborhood in which our building was uh, lives. <laughs> I mean, how, you know, that's better than getting an Oscar, right? And your music is wonderful, and Kansas is wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she she's amazing. I mean, yeah. Are amazing. It's well, thank you. I guess I'm like super excited to talk to you about you and all the things you've learned and amazing you're still amazing oh you're still amazing but you've been making isn't that the just i just heard the your new that's oh yeah amazing isn't it with the word amazing in it yeah it's all really kind of amazing yes that's it yeah Yeah. (laughs) thanks for listening d d b g song what have you got a favorite uh, TV, oh. uh song or well well i what was your favorite song um i i think i like universe yeah i think i might have to second that oh really oh good i think good. i might have to i don't know if i have a choice but but also the the new song if if it's new I don't even know if it's it new. is yeah with the little bit of tinkling in there with the <laughs> somewhere else uh, uh, what the, maybe it's in Bowie's Dark Star uh oh <laughs> it's wonderful it's great it's uh, people that are, it, it, it's a really unique and and beautiful and it's uh, you know people don't do that it's great yeah. well thank you. Thank you so much. One other question. Yeah. Where are you all from? I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, Larry's from Seattle. Ricky's from Colorado. And uh, Sammy is from Kentucky. Oh, right on. So we're a little bit of a lot of stuff. Yeah, you're you're very, that's very good. Very diverse. And you're from New York? from New York where everybody's Jewish and we're not diverse at all. <laughs> Can no, you kidding. actually trauma is unbelievably diverse. Yeah. <laughs> from the start we've been diverse. But here's my question. Yes. Um the, the, there are a couple of songs that indicate the psychedelics. Did you take any psychedelics in the desert? Uh, yes. <laughs> Over a, a lifetime, yes. Many and, of us have. Do you still get them, use them? Um, yes. Do it together or individually? More individually, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've ever uh, uh, indulged in? When I was at Yale, I had, when LSD was LSD, there was no LSD light or. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we had we had mescaline. It'd be an all night thing. Yeah, uh, what was that like there at that time? Well, um, the problem was Yale was all boys, so to, oh, yeah, big deal. So you get high with a bunch of, <laughs> and, you know, I kind of prefer the other gender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't but, know how to say it now, but uh, I I prefer them. Yeah, them to you. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's so cool. I never thought about that. Um, you hear yeah, about it, but exactly. you never really think what were those times like. Was Harvard all men? Yeah, yeah, wow. they, all, they all were. But by the time Michael Hers, Michael Hers graduated, I graduated in 68, 69, and Michael Hers, my partner, graduated in 71. 
And I think that was the first year they brought in uh, cis-identified females. Okay. But, and uh, just to be, again, to be very chic, uh, my residential college at Yale, Ezra Stiles, was very, very gay. Okay. Okay. I had a good time. <laughs> That's great. Um, there was nothing else. Yeah. Did you? They a busload of of sad, you know, uh, sad non males would come in on a bus and. And they they terrible. terrible. That what about it, different uh, world today? Thank God. Yeah. Um, and uh, did you go to school for film? Did you know that that's what you always wanted to do? Uh, does it look like I've gone to school for film? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wearing a Yale sweater. I mean, I'm wearing yeah, a spiderweb sweater. So. It's, 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 I've got some Kleenex in here, but it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it still fits. Uh, which I mean, it kind of fits. It's a little bit. I, I When you get all this, in, I never knew this, but yeah. I, I've shrunk. Oh so wow! I, I and I've I've lost some weight, but the but I but yet I have a fatter waist than I've ever had because I shrunk and and as a result the the rubber tire. Uh, <laughs> You're compacting. Yeah, compacting is absolutely especially after one of those great burritos. At, uh, <laughs> there must be some evolutionary advantage to uh, becoming smaller. Not sure what, but I'm sure no, there is. No, it's terrible. It's really bad because you know we've out we've outlived. I'm 76, and and cavemen were 40 when they yeah. that was, and so you know we've outlived our bodies and you know knee replacements and. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of like the human experiment. What happens like post caveman? You're like the first yeah, one yeah. to study. Yeah, and how how long can they keep us going? <laughs> I don't know. Ready for suicide any day. Oh no! Sorry, you're gonna live forever. Lemmy's hat on. I got Lemmy's hat on, and he. Oh, that's Lemmy's hat. Yes. Cool. He went. That was. Yeah, that was so exciting. Can you talk about how you got Lemmy in your movie? He he was a fan and uh, showed up one day at the American (laughs) Film Market, which is a. uh, uh, it's a convention of independent uh, film companies who present their movies uh, to the uh, international world of distributors. It takes place in uh, at the Lowe's in uh, Santa Monica, Santa oh. Monica, and um, the companies like Troma would rent uh, uh, the bedrooms. All get uh, become offices. The oh, bed, cool. And the um, Cabinets, the what are they called? Copolos, Cospos, whatever they are, they uh-huh. get moved and uh, uh, they become offices. Wow. And the international buyers fly in and they look, they go into the different offices. Uh, uh, you know, the, they're really great filmmakers. Uh, yeah. Einstein, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Brian Singer. <laughs> all the wonderful <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, uh, <laughs> they were there that's um, so cool so then then you um and then one day Liz Lemmy sitting in the uh in our office yeah and I guess he had some kind of a you know a gig or something and uh, he searched us out because he was a big fan of Toxic Avenger 
And wow. blood sucking freaks. He 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 was obsessed with blood sucking freaks. Wow. As other quite a number of people. Uh, what's his name? The wrestler Jericho. Jericho. Uh, you know him. A big time wrestler. And okay. and. A real movie aficionado, and he has a very good podcast. Not well, nearly as good as yours. But <laughs> anyway, he uh, he is also obsessed with blood sucking freaks. Cool. And uh, and uh, oh, there was somebody else. I think uh, there was another person, a famous person. Oh, Eli Roth. Eli oh, Roth. wow, that's cool. Begged to do the commentary track for Blood Sucking Freaks uh, DVD. Eli was a, a professor at NYU before wow. he became a big time director. And, That's so uh, cool. And uh, so he, if you go to the, the uh, uh, Bloodsucking Freaks DVD, Eli Roth uh, does a wonderful, uh, a really good deconstruction and breaking it down and, and, and why Bloodsucking Freaks kind of makes it as a movie, uh, both, both creatively as well as technically. Because yeah. a lot of uh, kind of gore type movies they shoot with a video camera and it looks like you know they they use the camera sound and yeah and, you know whereas blood sucking freaks is you know they had a good european or a good uh i think it was a european uh, lighter uh, you know right uh, lighter uh, whatever gaffer and, okay you know good it, it looks good yeah it and sure does kind of a uh cachet that uh, a movie shot on uh, digital without really paying attention. To right. The, uh, yeah. Anyway, so Eli did. Eli also went on Joe Bob Briggs, uh, trauma uh, alumni produce and uh, and uh, <laughs> pretty much the whole team on that show. Uh, the last drive-in on Shutter. Oh, all, cool. Producers are all trauma. That's so cool. And, uh, the crew, uh, the art director was art director on the hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, but most of his team is from Troma. Yeah. And they, uh, when they showed Blood Sucking Freaks, uh, Eli Roth was the guest who uh, deconstructed, you know, who discussed it with them. Oh, that's so cool. He's still to this day, you know, 30 years later, he's still a, a fan. That's so cool. Well, I, I have a question for you. Uh, it seems yes. like a, a lot of the people I talk to, um, you know, everyone has a different idea of what success is, obviously, um, and people's ideas of success changes. But I think you could say without, without uh, question is that Toxic Avenger is success, was a success, is a success. Um, did you... <laughs> Did you know how successful it was going to be? And and I ask because I kind of feel like the answer is yes. Like I imagine that you expect everything yeah. you do to be fully yeah. successful. <laughs> right on the head. Okay. Being a uh, underground narcissist, I, yeah. I think we do is brilliant. Okay, good. I thought Squeeze Play made in 1976. I thought that was brilliant. Okay, and it, it was kind of brilliant. It it dealt with the uh, equal rights amendment in a in a kind of a and it was before a Porky's, so we actually made a few bucks. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. Uh, well, Toxic Avenger. I, I all all the movies we've done. I, I have. I, I always believe they. Be, this is it. We're going to have a breakthrough. <laughs> breakthrough. 
That's, that's yeah. amazing. You I'm, can relate to that, right? That's a, a DVG song, right? Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, I just think. And I a think good it's one. that's a good song. I love. Thank that. you. It's a cover, so don't give us too oh, it's much. A cover. Well, what yours is much better than the Beatles. <laughs> Thank you so much. But I do feel like um, not everyone has that sense, but I find it to be very heroic. A person that. Uh, I've noticed you and your work and most of the people that I know through trauma um, work extremely, extremely hard um, and because they truly believe in it, um, which isn't, you know, that's not that common. Uh, I think that's so cool. But the people who work for us um, and who have worked for us over the years, James Gunn, right? He, he was with us for two or three, maybe three years, and he wrote Tromeo and Juliet. And he loves that movies. was my first movie I saw of yours. Yay! <laughs> Jane, I'm still in touch with Jane Jensen through uh, who played Juliet through uh, Twitter, you know, through social. Uh, we talked yeah, and, and uh, James Gunn is the nicest guy in the world. He loves cinema. There's no red carpet bullshit. I mean, he does it because he's a promoter. Yeah, and he's not embarrassed to to go on Twitter and and talk to the fan. You know, he's in the trenches. Yeah, I think he learned from me, and yeah. I learned all from Stan Lee. Oh, I, cool! I was Stan Lee since I was at Yale. And, oh, uh, really? He was always uh, in touch with his fans, and I, of which I was one. Yeah, we worked together when I got out of school. We wrote *Night of the Witch*, his his story, and I wrote the screenplay. Wow! So, what's your favorite part of this? Because it seems like it's all in, it's your whole life. Like, but what's your favorite part? What keeps you doing it? Well, the, the, uh, making a movie is the hardest thing in the world. Uh, yes. I mean, I'm sure that music is the hardest thing in the world. No, making a movie is. Making a movie is really. In fact, hashtag <laughs> Shakespeare Shitstorm, uh, it, it was kind of, uh, um, poetic justice, but the day we wrapped, the day we wrapped, I got Vertigo, and Vertigo is probably my my. It's definitely my favorite Hitchcock movie. Oh. I would say it's definitely one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, I love it. That movie. And and uh, and I got it without, you know, it, when I, I I have many many hangovers where I wake up and the room is spinning and I wake up in a puddle of vomit, but this was different. This was right. nothing to drink or or. That's uh, so scary. And and the room was, uh, and I had it for three days. Oh my god! Stress of making that uh, Shakespeare oh, was—it's a, a big deal to make a trauma movie. It really is. And everybody who worked on hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, uh, you look at that movie. It's a fifty fifty million dollar movie made for for under half a million dollars. And that's crazy. Everybody was devoted to it. They loved the the script. They loved Shakespeare. They. They understood the tempest, and uh, we shot some of it in Albania. Bonnie. Oh wow, that's so exciting! Albania, <laughs> that's so cool. And one thing I've not to take away from that, but one thing I've always wondered is: so you're married to the film commissioner? Do you think that that's a fair? Do you think that? Oh, do you get? Uh, the film commissioner, uh, and we still call her the commish. Yeah. And she loves your music. Uh, you know, we, you met her in, in, yeah. in a couple of times. Uh, you met her at Kansas opening and in London. Yeah. She, um, she was uh, uh, 20 years uh, New York State film commissioner. Yeah. And 
she was appointed by both Republican and, and Democratic governors. Yeah. And uh, Cuomo was her last uh, governor. Okay. And uh, she was the only uh, woman that uh, uh, Cuomo did not uh, grow up. <laughs> okay. Wait, but do- <laughs> the, the toxic adventure. <laughs> do you think that you got special pri- got special uh, deals because of that? No, opposite. opposite. She was harder uh, on you. Of, uh, what they call optics. We never you. My wife created the incentive. If you make a movie in New York, Bonnie, uh, you get uh, a third of your budget in cash. That's why Spider-Man, $200 million movie, is being made in New York City uh, and New York State. The state gives you a third of your budget back in cash. No questions. Well, you have to back it up and have a and all that. But we never used that. She was there for years. We never used it because... We, we even though it was perfectly permissible, okay. it was more permissible than Senator uh, Cole Cole billionaire, uh, you know the guy in West Virginia who's a coal billionaire, yeah, uh, uh, who's uh, preventing these wonderful, uh, you know, wonderful Biden build better bills from being passed. Uh, right. His name, but uh, what a shit. But, uh, <laughs> I was just wondering because I was like, oh, that seems <laughs> he does is legal and he's got no shame. Yeah. We we didn't, even though Troma legally could have used these incentives, we never did it. Yeah. Until hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm, because Pat had res- had resigned. Right. And um and she was one of the producers on uh, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. Right. So as commissioner, you are in charge of every movie, like a, permitting every movie to be filmed in that state? Well, the, it, the, the, it's not that local because New York State has a film, a New York oh, City okay. as a commissioner, Rochester as Buffalo. We've made about eight films in Buffalo and, and uh, the commissioner there is brilliant, wonderful. Cool. And, and because of trauma, <clears throat> now Buffalo is getting big more. We started the uh, good job the, up there because they needed they, you know, Buffalo and Niagara Falls are, are not economically successful. Yeah, they're just beginning. They're just beginning to have good those for you. green sprouts. And the commissioner says that because Troma <laughs> was active there and successful, now they've got Sci-Fi Channel. And they've got some big Hollywood movies. Oh, that's so cool. I'm sure you know this, Bonnie, but the mainstream is not the most courageous. Uh, Troma was the first to make a movie in Albania. Hashtag shitstorm. And they did a great job. They had a great crew. They were all Troma fans. They did CGI. Wonderful. And we were the first American company ever uh, to to make a narrative movie. Uh, 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 not all of it, but uh, yeah. nine, eight, nine days in Albania. And Dylan was uh, with us. He, oh, uh, really? In yeah, Albania? They, they have a big part in the, in the movie. Yeah, I saw that. Well, next time you go somewhere overseas, uh, please take me with you. Particularly. Well, uh, I was thinking, why don't we do some kind of thing where I think we, uh, have you know, to. we go to you, you perform somewhere and and we have the premiere of hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. Yeah, I would be honored to do that. Any anything we could do. That and, and we can both sell merch and. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I would be, love to be. Uh, I think you helped us sell merch in England. Yes. If I'm yeah, not mistaken. I think you guys sat back there and helped sell while we had to go do some stuff. But so well, can you well, take actually, Pat, the commission? <laughs> because I bring a duffel bag of Choma merch to, yeah. to Europe and she's great. And she puts, I don't know where she learned it, but she puts the different bills between her. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's a debutante from North Carolina, Charlotte. Really? Was. That sounds some. Um, uh, Does she work at? <laughs> that's amazing. So, can you take us in the day, a day in the life of of the president of Troma? Well, right now, um, uh, because I have a terrible back ailment. Uh, oh no! My, I'm I sorry. It's in my behind you, and it's agonizing. So I'm, I'm not going to trauma every day. Uh, okay. Uh, so part of part of my life is here in in this. Okay. Uh, crib, uh, but um, I went to Bulgaria uh, to to play a cameo in uh, Toxic Avenger, the big billion dollar re reimagining. Oh wow! That's where cool. I got back. Well, I guess I could ask a more specific question about the day-to-day of the president is when we were there at the trauma headquarters, there were many rooms, many wonderful, wonderful rooms. But uh, one thing we noticed were um, Toxie and different characters shaped like butt plugs and dildos. And we noticed like one Toxie dildo that, uh, was activated by singing to it. Um, now, are those trauma inventions, or are you constantly being sent such exciting kit goodies? Uh, that, uh, that was Harry Balls, who's the three foot penis monster, okay. who's kind of was the grandfather in Tromeo and Juliet, okay, and has become kind of a, a character. Uh, and uh, actually, there's been a number of. Uh, of Harry Balls, the three foot penis monster. Uh, uh, I don't know how you say it, memes with uh, okay. with um, that beautiful Margot in uh, in uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, yes. Some very beautiful and interesting. Uh, so Harry, Harry Balls is kind of famous, but um, the dildos that you might have observed Yes. They are from the good people at Red at Bad Dragon. Okay. In, in uh, you know them in Las Vegas. Yeah. I, yes, I just was under the impression that it was sort of like a, a Willy Wonka's factory where each room, everyone was like just thinking and tinkering away and trying to create different, new, unusual outlets for their well, energy. That is true. I mean, yeah. I mean, we all the people who work for us are very young, and they don't know what's impossible. They don't know because they haven't been out there. So they're, hey, let's do a, you know, a trauma dance film festival. I would, Trey Parker suggested that, uh, you know, when before he did, you know, around the, just as he was becoming South, Mr. South Park. You yeah. know, you, young people have they, they, great ideas. Yeah. So, so uh, we have young people who are thinkers. Yeah. But the dildos are, like, okay. I, I uh, go to, um, uh, the commissioner goes with me, but she doesn't hang out in the booth. Okay. Uh, the DNA does not permit that. Uh, <laughs> she was uh, president of the New York Junior League. Which, oh, wow. If ever the two worlds co collided, 
we'd both be uh, finished. Yeah. <laughs> they never. They have no idea. The only thing she was able to take her uh, kind of, and they're lovely people. They're great, but they have no idea what your world or my world is. They have yeah. no idea. You know, they went to, you know, wicked. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, Hamilton, what... Maybe, maybe Hamilton because they're rich. They, right. They would have seen blood sucking freak. Holy Christ! Or if they yeah. were listening, if they were to listen to your uh, that song that sounds. Hydro something or other. It begins with H. Oh, the hypnagogia. Yeah, yeah, they were listening or any of that stuff. I think yeah. it's so funny. You know our music. That's so sweet. Yeah, I love uh, it. That's Great. so cool. Um, I feel like I, I guess it's just I, I, you know, this is a hero's podcast, and you're a hero, and I guess just a I different. I'm like a grinder or a, or a, a sub. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, all of those. But I just think that there's a certain aspect to you that I feel like um, that it's all in fun. Like you're not, I think you, uh, I think you imagine success to happen and uh, ordinary success, like things to be successful. But I just believe that you just love doing it. Um, And uh I guess I just want to hear more about like how something becomes an idea and then you go on this so long journey of making it into a film. Um, and, and I know you have thousands of films, but how so the ones that you've conceived of and worked through. Uh, 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 thank you very much for being interested, Bonnie. Um, hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. My favorite Shakespearean play was The Tempest. Okay. Which I had first read when I was in eighth grade. And then my mother took me to see uh, The Tempest in Stratford-on-Avon in Connecticut with Morris Karanowski and I think Roddy McDowell might have been in that. But in any event, I was very enchanted with The Tempest and I always wanted to film it. But when it came time to film Tromeo and Juliet, because I wasn't old enough, I, I decided let's do T- Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Uh, because I, 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 I saw stuff happening uh, during that uh, time frame and I got obsessed with it. And okay. Dunn came along, lucky for me, because I spent five years trying to get Tromeo and Juliet into a script that I wasn't totally humiliated by. Yeah. And, uh, James Gunn, he, he, he was supposed to be my assistant. Yeah. <laughs> and he had written a wonderful book at Columbia He's got a, a, an MA in writing, and he wrote a novel called The Toy Collector, that, which is out now, because you know James Gunn is, is the number one director in Hollywood. Yeah. But I had read it in 1992 or whatever, and it was great. And so yeah. uh, I said, James, here's $100, uh, write Romeo and Juliet. And he did, and he solved, he solved most of the, uh, he had, he had, I think, eight urination scenes. Other than that, <laughs> I don't think I had any major uh, uh, argument against it. Yeah. And it ended up, he certainly ended up being one of our best uh, movies. And uh, uh, and he's a great guy. He loves movies. You know, he's like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They're, they're nice people. They're yeah. lovely people. They, they, you know, they, they, it's more important to them that, that they're nice to you. Right. It, 
important to them. And I think James is the same way that, that you know, and may I say he's had the same coterie of, of manager and advisor. And, oh, wow. You know, for a long, long time. Yeah. And he, he put me in uh, suicide, the new suicide squad that he just did. Yeah. And he, you know, and he made a nice speech to the people on the set about working at Troma. Yeah. <laughs> and See, he was very, very tactful about how all <laughs> Yeah. I mean, do you do you work with other people? Like, do you have a management type of situation? No, no. Yeah. But, uh, but I've got a good eye for talent. <laughs> yeah. And right now, I've discovered Mercedes the Muse. Okay. Who, um, who uh, uh, we're, we're trying to distribute a couple of her movies, but um, I produced her latest film, which is called Divide and Conquer, and it's it's kind of a modern feminist uh, movie. Cool. And I think she's really talented, and um, I try. I, I I I sent an email to the Soska twins. You know them? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think they that they and she would really get along and yeah. perhaps help her to get her movie into some festivals. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, well, so- hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm has been turned down at just about every festival on the face of the earth. So mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, Mercedes the Muse and Brandon Bassam, both of whom are incredibly talented yeah. filmmakers for whom I have produced their latest movie, but to send it to the film festivals, they have to go in the path of hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. So we're having them uh, apply to film festivals themselves, and then right. uh, we pay it. You know, we, we, we pay the. Well, I mean, it, it seems like you just have so much going on, and like you're, you're like a talent agency, a. a, a well, not machine. Or, I mean, just because I I'm not an actor, I don't know the right words. But you 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 pump people up, and you yeah, we're, so we're, many. We're different... a backwater. We're like one of those uh, uh, backwater swamps where the protozoa <laughs> and the and the amoeba mix together. And right, so... yeah. Is there we're, another company similar to yours that you've looked up to, or you you just invented this? No, I don't think we have, but uh, Roger <laughs> Corman, Roger Corman uh, yeah. was the real thing. Uh, and he was in California. Yeah. And the, you know, the, most of the younger people who went on to real stardom, like Ron Howard and, and De Niro and, uh, oh no, De Niro was in, a, no, we have the first De Niro movie. But I mean, Roger Corman, almost every major star and director came out of his company. Okay. Uh, we're we're more underground than, than he. Were you but, guys uh, friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a okay. great guy. Wonderful guy. And, okay. Uh, and we're still friends. Uh, you know, again, fifty years. That's so cool. He and his wife are executive producing a documentary that two of my daughters are making. Oh, cute! That's so cool. Is it about you? Uh, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, it sounds like I shouldn't ask any more questions about that. I I, I may be a narcissist, but I'm your narcissist. (laughs) I I I love it. I love you. Can I ask those cute people on your Instagram? Are those twins? Those girl? Those little kids? Your grand? Your grandkids? Yeah, no. One is four and one is five. So one is at 
the the um, the, the, the um, cis identified uh, female has had the uh, boost the uh, COVID first COVID. Okay. But the four year old has not had it, so okay. we have to be very careful. Okay. Thanksgiving now they're coming over for Thanksgiving and and you know we're all vaccinated, but right. Be going, you know, I go to those uh, what do you call it? They have this pole and people dance around the pole. I don't know what it's called. Strip club? They have a pole and these women with very small clothing. They dance and, yeah, uh, strip yeah. club. What's that called? Strip club. Oh, there you are. Well, the, the air may not be good for the four-year-old. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're so sweet. Uh, just that that really was uplifting during this uh, last year. But the two of them are so cute. And I so I love their expressions. And when they don't want to eat something is like the sweetest. They're like, you know, like kind of when they say no, they mean no. And I love them. They're so cute. <laughs> You don't know the half of it. They, <laughs> they, they, uh, they <laughs> grand monsters. Grand monsters, yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. The only reason they talk to me is that I have the magic clarinet, which produces magically M and M's. Oh so my whenever god! They, whenever they see me, it's all about M and M's. Wow! Oh, they're so lucky. They have the grandpa with the magic clarinet. Yeah, yeah. but. They still, uh, you know, I try to say no. You have to say the magic words, please. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, You're are, amazing. Are they interested in, uh, like, they could make some really cool, like, uh, sculptures and art, I bet. Is it hard well, to not? That, that's interesting, Bonnie, because they yeah. have been, uh, they've been in a bubble for two years. Yeah. And they're both going back to school. Okay. Where, and other kids in their classes have been in the class during the pandemic. Yeah. So they, they now have to adjust to kind of a five-year-old, four-year-old society. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy. That's not, you know, that's kind of interesting. And and it's not so easy, you know. And no. Totally, you know, there's all sorts of dynamic. The, the girl who's five, um, uh, whatever she says, the boy who's four will do. Of course. And, you know, and they've had 18 months of that. Yeah. So now the girl goes to the school in kindergarten and and uh, they have playtime and the girl says, uh, hey, let's go and uh, <laughs> let's go play a five-card monkey. And then, <laughs> we don't want to play that. What? You don't want to play that? Oh, what? wow. Because, you know, she's unused to the fact that, yeah. you know, she can't always direct what's going on. It's a harsh and reality. The other one, <laughs> who's always followed the, the older sister. Yeah. He's got to sort of adjust to the fact that he needs to a, a assert himself a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, maybe suggest things to the mob, uh, lynch mob or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they are who they are. They're, no matter what, I've noticed that if they're right. going to be shy. They're going to be shy. <laughs> they're going to be... Because uh, I lived with my nephews and there's one that's exactly like me uh, and there's one that's exactly like my sister and there's nothing we've done to make it that way. It's just is it, it is what it is. It's hilarious to watch. It could be in, the, uh, you know, a 23, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, that's I cute. a lot to say about program, you know, that uh, we get programmed from our grandparents or whatever. Oh, right? yeah. Parents. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, it makes sense. 
uh, for so many reasons. But I guess I'm curious, have you ever, um, have you ever seen a UFO? A long time ago, a long, long time ago, uh, I did. Well, again, what do I know? But I thought I saw something <laughs> uh, over Central Park. Oh, wow. This goes back to before we uh, 1976, maybe something. Cool. Uh, and and uh, but that I again we didn't have the internet, so yeah. I don't know if anybody else saw it. Right. Uh, important. I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, um, uh, uh, Ed Sharon. Ed Sharon. Yes. Is he going bald? Is that <laughs> I don't. Not? I don't know who that human is, but I. I. <laughs> He's like the. He's a I know. heart club. He's a teenage heart club. I know. Maybe I, I got the name wrong. But no, no, you didn't. I know. Life. And, and, I, and I'm looking at him, and his <laughs> hair is all tousled, but he looks a little too old for that. And then I'm looking, because the music means nothing to me. And yeah. I'm looking a little closer, and it looks like everything is combed it forward. It very well might be. Uh, I have the same problem, but I'm sorry. Wow, you look good. That looks like a full head of hair to me. Either way. (laughs) What's that? Either way, I, you know, I'm, I guess I'm happy that that's not something that's like, I have to worry too much about, but. I'm being stupid. No, you're being funny. (laughs) You're being funny. So it seems to me though, that you're, um, have you ever seen a cryptid or is that just a, just. You just think it's so cool, like the possibilities. I, I think what I saw was unusual, but again, yeah. I was 30, 35 years younger. <laughs> and and I, I was taking more drugs back then. So and but I was not drugged up when I saw whatever that thing was. Yeah. But I'm I don't think it was an airplane or a helicopter. I think it may have been something, you know, over Central Park. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd you? like. I'd like you out there in the desert. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to suggest that um, the older the incident, the more validity it has because there's less and less um, things in the sky, you know, less and less options of things in the sky. So I would say, yes, you have seen a UFO. Um, Here's something for you. The Russians just uh, uh, tested a new weapon that can shoot down uh, satellites. And apparently they shot down one of their, I hope it's one of their satellites. <laughs> and it, it created uh, uh, over 100,000 pieces of shit uh, in orbit around the Earth. That's so, a mess. They should get sanctioned, shouldn't they? I, mean, that's I think they should get sanctioned. I think they should go yeah. up there and clean it up and apologize. Toxie. I think we need Toxie to do a space mop. <laughs> the people in the International Space Laboratory, yeah. they they had to run away from the big laboratory and they went into some little rocket ship, yeah. which, which had the power to go back to Earth in case this crap, uh, you know. That happened? It happened like today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. so sad yeah. and scary. It's a lonely place up there. I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't know too much about it, but did you see that thing um, or read about um, what's his name? Uh, 
the guy from <laughs> the guy from Star Trek. What's his name? Um, William Shatner. Did you read about what happened to him? Uh, he, oh, he, Shatner. Uh, what Shatner. happened to Shatner? I know that the, one of the astronauts uh, died in a plane crash recently. No, he he actually what he said is very sweet. And I think I, I'm I'm against uh uh, I, I'm going to make t-shirts that say leave Mars alone. That's going to be, you know, the, I agree with you, uh, yeah, but right. so he went up to space. Everyone's watching and you know, whatever your opinion is, I thought it was stupid. <clears throat> Bless you. But when he came down, he was, he was crying on TV and yes, he was like, I watched that. yeah, he's like, you don't understand like this here. Earth is living. You go out there. It's not like being under the ocean where there's lots of weird life everywhere. It's death. Like, and it's so sad how bad we're treating this planet. Um, and I thought that that was a very sweet message because I think, I think it's too hard to believe that. Uh, I don't know. I think people are selfish, but I also think it's hard to believe that we have any impact on a gigantic planet. Like my actions don't affect anything. But you know, f- just for someone to say like this is so unique and so beautiful. Um, hundred percent correct. In my lifetime, 85%, 95% of the birds are gone forever. That's gone. so scary. At giraffes, giraffe. When I was in Africa uh, uh, in 1965, there were giraffes everywhere. Really? Now, now they're 85%. Uh, wow. Elephants are 90% gone. <laughs> and, and get yes. this the, the, the uh, cis identified female elephants used to have tusks. Yeah. But because of all the hunters and the poachers, the ele- there are a small number of female elephants born sans, uh, without uh, tusks. Just evolutionarily? Now, now the, the Darwinian survival right. of the fittest, the, the, there's 10 times more uh, female uh, uh, African elephants without tusks than with tusks. That's because nuts. of the hunters and the, uh, 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 you know, it's it's just so tragic. It's awful. Yeah. But the well, good news is there were millions of uh, huge scorpions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravaging, ravaging uh, Aswan, uh, the uh, where the uh, the dam the dam is in Egypt. I saw but, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Wait. So when did you go to Africa? Nineteen sixty. Five. And you shot a film there? No, no. I was at Yale and I freaked out. So I took a year off. Oh, and like Oliver Stone. Uh, Oliver Stone went. To, he I grew up with him and he also kind of flipped out. But he went to <laughs> Vietnam to, uh, to teach. And we both took a year off. And I was in Africa in the bush with no plumbing, no electricity, no nothing. Wow. What was that like? Uh, <laughs> it was <it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like being on drugs, except I didn't have any drugs. The only right. thing I had was crappy French wine that I, I think, oh no, it might have been Spanish wine that they, they trucked in. We didn't even have, uh, we had uh, the water where we were had to be brought in, and then it was pumped up to the roof. And then if you want to take a shower. Wow. Uh, were you teaching or were you just getting? Yes, out I was of- teaching. I, wow. I was years old and teaching the young people. <laughs> as you still are me a 19 year old idiot but we were there 
uh, I, one of the things I was supposed to do was to be a, uh, um, a, uh, uh, a employee of Chad, uh, which is a country in, yeah. uh, in, in Africa. I was on their bureaucracy getting 50 a, a month teaching, but also the Peace Corps was thinking about coming in there and and I had a contract with them for another fifty a month. Yeah, big money. Oh my god! And uh, and and uh, uh, so I would do reports on I got diseases and uh, you can't. Oh imagine. really? Oh, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had eyes on my penis. You cannot, <gasps> you cannot imagine the disease. Oh my god! And uh, but I got along with everybody except for the missionaries and. Okay. Uh, and uh, I had a great time. And the people liked me, I think. Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, shortly I left, the Peace Corps decided, hey, okay, based on my reports and I guess other things, they sent the Peace Corps into Chad and uh, the Peace Corps were promptly thrown out. Oh, my God, for real? <laughs> they had all the training and seminars and activity, <laughs> and I had nothing. I just All I knew is I had seen some movies like African queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And then did you go back to college? Yeah, yeah. I took a year off from Yale. I went back. And uh, after that, everything was pretty good, thanks to my good friend LSD and, uh, <laughs> and hashish and uh, other things. And I met Michael Hers uh, okay. at, at Yale. Because he, he was a bit younger. I don't know. I, I might have, I, I was supposed to graduate in 68, but instead I graduated in 69. That's so cool. 71. So 69 to 71. I don't know if 68, I don't know that I would have ever met him. So it shows you. It does show you. Tickle well, finger of fate. <laughs> yeah. Um, is the, it... What's going on with you? What's, what's next uh, with, with uh, DVG? <laughs> We're going on tour. Just a short one. Um, and then I think we're going to go in and record. Where are you going on tour? Just uh, out uh, southwest and a, a little bit up to Utah and such and back That's around. Great. But what? That's great. Do yeah, it. but I can't wait till we get to see you again. Huh? What's huh? that? Just getting out there is great, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's a hard it's hard to get um back into it's a hard it's a hard job to jump jump back into but uh yeah uh, plus you've got all these uh, uh limitations on audiences they have to show their uh, vaccination card yeah and it's just the um the time of solitude and carefully choosing who you're around then changing to just being like completely submerged in uh people that are wasted <laughs> and like want to hug you is just a very, it's, it's cool. Uh, and the, last night or whenever being like the third time I was like excited, but the first few times I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? This is like the, just the smell of people, the, the way energy feels drunkenness, how unsafe it all is. And, um, you they know, love you. they love you. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's the job. It just was like, it didn't seem like it for a bit. For a bit, it was something different in my mind. And then going back to it, it's like, oh, okay, we're here. We're entertainers. We're here to entertain and we're here to uplift and, uh, 
And yeah, one of the first shows I was just like so scared, like no one wearing a mask. And but uh, the last the last few shows have been okay. And I I got my extra third shot. <laughs> yeah. So I just I'm just really afraid of killing someone. You know what I mean? Like I don't that's that's just my that's kind of my goal as a musician is to not kill anyone. So how would you kill somebody? I mean, like if I got someone sick, but now I'm not gonna. What? If I got someone sick from, if I like, you know. Oh yeah, no, sure. We, I'm not we, gonna do that though. No, that's absurd. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. We have this uh, uh, grand boy, whatever grand boy, yeah. and yeah. he's four years old. So the commissioner and I, we got to be very careful. Uh, uh, especially with places I go, it's disgusting. Uh, and- <laughs> I think you'll, I think, I think there's, you know, I think enough people will get it pretty soon that it will be okay. And it seems like New York's pretty safe. Um, well, you know, you, we have to be, I think, really careful. Well, now, I want we, you to be careful. But have uh, Thanksgiving coming up and my wife is hosting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go out and buy a cheap fan. To, uh, Good idea. Circulate the air and uh, yeah, you know. Let's hope keep our fingers crossed. Yep. Well, yeah. I love you so much. Is there anything? What should everybody know uh, to look out for? Or where should people find you? Well, thank you very much, Bonnie. Right now, the the, the best hope for trauma to survive. <laughs> yeah. Trauma now. Trauma now. It's the future, but now it's yeah. our streaming service. Oh wow! Cool. A thousand movies and shorts and okay. videos, and my make your own damn movie lessons, Ooh. and uh, it's uh, it's all there. And we keep every month we put up premiere movies, and Troma keeps making movies. In fact, this month we're putting up uh, uh, Brandon Bassam's new film, uh, The End of the Beginning, Slashing uh, Part Two. And Slash Part 1 is already up on Troma Now. And by the way, Bradham Basham wrote Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, which is my latest uh, directorial effort, currently being rejected by (laughs) film festival. (laughs) Well, first comes rejection, then comes world domination. That's what uh, asked Van Gogh, right? He did all right. A lot of these guys, you know, it takes a while. The guy... uh, What's his name? The French compared me to uh, the guy who put the urinal up on the wall. Uh, uh, oh, crap. Uh, you know, uh, Dada, uh, surreal. Um, uh, I should know what you're talking about. Yeah, he also did something with a shovel. I know uh, what you're talking about. I don't know. He, he put a urinal and, si- a urinal and signed it in 1907 and yeah, yeah, yeah. broke out. And, and now that urinal... And there's multiples. They sell for about half a million bucks each. Yeah. Uh, you'd know the name. I'm just having a. <laughs> yeah, I know. I am too. I'm. Took a lot I'm... of in the 60s. Hey, you, why don't I play myself out? Right? Oh, thank you. I love you so much. I love you, Bonnie. And please give my regards to everybody. Uh, I Larry. will. I will. Larry, what's his name? Lem? Larry? Larry. Larry, give her my love. Yeah, give yeah. everybody my love. Yeah, I will. And if by chance you're in New York or uh, 
you know, somewhere within an hour or so, we'll come out. Yeah, we plan to be back there. Uh, we're going to Europe, so we're gonna we're planning a stop over there. Great, great. And yeah. and uh, if there's a way to have a trauma event with you, yeah. uh, you know, I do it more. You know, you can keep the money. I do it more just to hang out. Oh no, me. trauma now. It all goes to trauma now. Commissioner too. Commissioner anyway, too. Uh, Here's my message for for uh, D D uh, G. National treasure. All, Thank you. All inspired by the the Death Valley girls. Thank uh, you so much. I love you. Um, we'll keep I in touch. And I love your music. And uh, let let's try to do something together. Yeah. If you want to do a music video? Uh, I, I would be delighted to direct it. And we oh could wow, we could intercut some uh, footage. Oh my god! And uh, please, I, I would do it for free. It'd be fun. Wow. So uh, keep me in mind. Yeah, we did it with uh, Newfound Glory. They did all right with it. Wow. Uh, I've done some other ones. So if you all would love to do that. We would we... love to do that. That's we that's the Kansas. word for it is love. We get Kansas in there somehow. In there. For that's sure. Right? So Stay so safe and we'll good. talk to you soon, Kay. Happy Thanksgiving. And Happy. I'm, I'm giving thanks that I know you, Bonnie. Me too. Oh, be thanks careful, so. Kay. You'll be careful. Bye. Have a good tour. Now, love you. Whoa.